ladies and gentlemen, Andre Kasha is alive. And on the other hand, the Bruins uh, were not alive today. Oof. And we're back. Uh, wow, what a game. I don't know what you're talking about because there was actually no game played today. Um, the Bruins did not play hockey, at least um, in the third. Sorry, That's the third, third period of a game that didn't exist, but, you know. Exactly. Uh, but, um, as I as I did mention at the start, Andre Kasha, he's alive. I'm surprised. <laughs> like, it kind of... Obviously, we had heard that he was skating... Um, like with like before practice with another group like a week ago like when we recorded the last episode, um, but the Bruins just sort of then surprised us yesterday. He was on the ice with the actual like with the full team skating in, um, like in the line rushes basically, and I mean, it's good to see. I concur. You know, we talked about it so many times throughout the season that it quite literally looked like, well, felt like he dropped off the face of the earth. And obviously, when you have a concussion, you're not going to be at the uh, facility every day, especially in COVID. So, I mean, good to see he's uh, doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say, I don't remember how many concussions he's had, but there's there's definitely a history there and so like obviously while we made jokes about like oh where is kasha is he like on this planet still did he go to mars with elon musk or something like you know obviously we're not like trying to like i guess i don't know what the right word is but like make fun of him for having a concussion or anything but it was just like there was there was nothing on him um at all really from the bruins but the good thing is he's back um Cassidy said that assuming things progress as they have he'll be playing on Monday or Tuesday I would hope on Monday not again I don't want him playing the caps um but yeah that, uh... there's there's kind of someone on the on the caps that might I don't know he well, might be a hot topic right now well I mean you might not even be playing if you messed up his knee that bad but that's true. Huh. Are we getting right into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, let me let me <laughs> let me sit up for this one. All right. Thing is, I actually just did that too. Um <laughs> Tom Wilson. Um obviously, yes, we're not gonna spend eighty hours on this. However, should, there's definitely enough to talk about for eighty hours. Um Tom Wilson. So, it would have been it would have been a week ago, right? That game, um, or May third. I think it was yeah, it was Monday so, okay, or Tuesday. It was, the, it was the Monday. Um, of course, Rangers, Caps. Everyone knows this, so like we don't have to, you know, exactly tell the events, uh, word for word. But everyone knows what happened. There's a scrum in the Rangers game. Uh, like, Wilson has Buchnevich on the ice and just, like, punches in him in the head for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And then 
also winds up with Panarin sort of like going at it with each other. Panarin's helmet is like, I don't know if it was pulled off or if it was already off, but his helmet wasn't on. And then Wilson grabs Panarin by the head, throws him to the ground, and punches Panarin while he's down on the ice. Why? Just why? Uh, he. How do I put this nicely? You uh, don't. I, well, that's out of the window. I can't. You can't. <laughs> but just has a problem where no matter what happens on the ice, his brain goes into like overdrive, and he's like, "Must hurt everybody." And well, he's good at it. Yeah, if if that was his job, he would certainly be top notch. Um, Worth the money. Well, I don't know if the cap should be paying someone to injure other players, but yeah, they are multiple people. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, how much does Hathaway make? I don't even know. I but... mean, you have cap friendly up. I actually wow. do. That's true. Um, but no, Tom Wilson, it's just that, first off, that scrum... Makes 1.5 million. Okay, yeah. And then obviously Wilson makes, uh... 5.166666. Oh yeah, because he's the devil. Um... He literally is. <laughs> Brad Marshall makes like a, a million more than him, only. <laughs> yeah, and the difference uh, between those guys is, uh, they are both good at hockey. That, well, sorry, that's that's the similarity. They're both good at hockey. The difference is, is Marshawn has actually changed. I still don't and know how I, how there's still the but Marshawn, but Marshawn, this far should have into died it. in 2019. Yeah. And I, uh, what were you, yeah, what were you going to say? Like... I have two things to say. First off, I feel like when Martian was at his peak dirtiness, like, he wasn't, like, Tom Wilson, he literally tries to hurt everybody. While Martian wasn't, like, obviously besides the the obvious elbow to the head of uh, what at that point was a future teammate, um, it's more stupid, like, I don't know. It made sense in my head, but no, I no, think I, you kind of understand what I'm saying. But yeah, Wilson yeah. just tries to literally go through your head. Marshawn, he's always the head. The thing with Marshawn is, uh, he's like you know the way he got his nickname of of being a rat is that he's sneaky about it. He will do yep. the little things that you know won't get used much attention. Well, yeah, you. Yeah, he would do the little things that wouldn't really get the attention of the refs or whatever. But like, someone would find a clip of it and be like, "Okay, that's awful. What are you doing?" Like, he would do those small things or things that aren't as like things that aren't as obvious, and frankly, things that aren't going to uh, you know maybe give people concussions, stuff like that. Like, he wouldn't be throwing dirty hits. He would be making dirty plays, spearing like the, um, I mean the hip check. You, that can be debated but like stuff like that where it's like why are you doing that but like comparably to what wilson does and it's weird to compare but like the big important thing is that marshawn doesn't do that anymore and even then he's not hunting for people's heads every single time he's on the every single time he was on the ice 
That is yeah. the difference. And so the, oh, but Marshawn, but Marshawn. I mean, who says that we can't disagree with the actions of our players? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, we can be like, yeah, what Marshawn did was dirty. So is mm-hmm. what Wilson does. Like, you can, two things can be true at once. It's, it's not hard to admit, but apparently for Caps fans and some members of the media, it's impossible oh, to say that Tom Wilson is, oh, this, this bad person on the ice. Yeah, I had to throw in members of the media because I have the Greg Wyshynski stuff open right now. And, uh, <laughs> oh, so many, so many members of the media outed themselves as idiots. Um, and that's not going to get me any jobs at any um, outlets, but okay. I'm not looking for it. That's okay. <laughs> and, like, it's so... What's the word? Stupid? Well, stupid, yes. Um, But Tom Wilson, he... He's not a terrible player by any means. And he doesn't have to keep doing this shit. But his mind, the whole my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. I don't, I don't even know. Alex might be too young for that one. All right. <laughs> no, but it's literally that. And he just can't help himself. And I, yeah, he can't, he can't help himself. No, it's like, exactly. Like the thing... I remember, like, back after, like, the licking incidents with Marshawn, where it's like, you're too good of a player to be doing stuff like this. Like, I remember Cassidy and, like, Bergeron talking about it, and obviously something changed that offseason, because then he came out the next year and wasn't doing that. And it's like, the things that people point to is like, oh, he stepped on, who was that? Who was that? Uh, Atkinson. Like, Ak- yeah, it was Atkinson. Yeah, that's so Atkinson dirty, man. What a scumbag. Off a face-off. Oh, no, he lost $200. It's not like Cam Atkinson makes, I mean, at least it's five like, mil. It's not like he even pays for those things, yeah. man. Ugh. But no, it's, Wilson has to realize that he can't keep doing this stuff because no, he's not going to keep getting away with it. Although, with the way the NHL treats him, it seems like he will. My and, God, the whole... Uh, I mean, I'm sure you were about to get to it, but... Um, George Peros? <laughs> George Peros. I... Why would we ever be bringing him up? Hmm. I wonder what happened. Yeah, I just... I don't I don't understand. Obviously, like I get it. That player safety job is probably like it's it's a really hard job to do. Oh, for sure. But you can definitely find someone who's better at it than George Peros. You know? Like, yeah, that's like putting um like if I told my beagles you're in charge of making sure like dinner doesn't get taken off the table. <laughs> Because, um, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, and it's like, I liked the idea of having someone who used to be pl- a player and was more of that... A scumbag? You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It was more <laughs> of that, but it's like, clearly he still thinks like that. With yeah, clearly the way some of these not... calls are made. Yeah. 
and there's got to be someone a thousand million hundred million percent better yeah it's like it's like the same thing we say about like refereeing sometimes too where it's like i get it it's not an easy job whatsoever but like there have to be people who can see the game quicker and can see what's happening and can make the proper calls like better than some of the guys that do it like it's not like i hate george peros or anything but it's like not uh alex hates george peros confirmed (laughs) he's not doing a great job no i no oh and i mean i don't know if you saw but i'm guessing you did um like the morning of like the morning after the Wilson stuff, like I tweeted out, Oh, I can't wait to see Tom Wilson be fined five thousand dollars maximum allowable ah, CDA. Yes. And I had it like word for word except Buchnevich for Panarin, whatever. Um how? How did he get five thousand? I I still don't understand that. I I uh like I thought at first I was like, "Well, what the wor- what in the world? How does he only get five thousand dollars for that?" And then I thought, "Huh. Well, you know, maybe, maybe they're gonna come out with like a separate punishment for what he did to Panarin." And, oh, nope, nope. That's it. That's it. That's all, folks. No, because I believe the report was that the Department of Player Safety couldn't find compelling evidence that. Wilson threw Panarin to the ice by his hair. Yeah, that's that's cute. If uh, if Twitter can find it and spread it wide, I think the that's department. I you I yeah. <laughs> I knew the moment I said that that was gonna happen, <laughs> but I it is clear as day. And even if he wasn't pulling Panarin by his hair, he's still tackling him to the ground and then punching him while he's on the ground all while knowing that Panarin does not have a helmet right like looks good to me it's not like any part of that is clean if you just take out one of the many dirty parts yeah I need to stop speaking this is uh, no, I just I don't I don't get it and then yeah I... uh-huh the Ranger statement. That's a good one. I I've never been like, I've never cheered for the Rangers this much. <laughs> I've never been like, wow, yeah, this is amazing. Real. That that statement was so perfect, and like the inst, I couldn't believe it the instant that I saw it. I was like, did they actually just post this? And yeah. now obviously we know the aftermath of you know the Rangers firing their president and GM, but still it directly calling out someone like a member of the NHL or like a NHL official. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly a lot better than the uh post the cap social media team made. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> Also, Tom Wilson returns uh, for the second period in Washington. Fuck. Alright, I gotta update my tweet. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it, and I don't know, I think it was Frank Saravelli who had a report saying that the Rangers statement and, like, everything that's, that's happened has only further, uh, amplified, or, like, it, it's, like, grown the support for, uh, George Peros within, like, the NHL's offices. It's just, like, how dumb can the NHL get? <laughs> Careful, you don't give yourself a headache. That's, that's a good point. It's like, I love hockey. We both love hockey. A lot of people love hockey. It's a good sport. My favorite sport in the world. The NHL. Um, not a great league. At least uh, not run perfectly, let's say. I, yeah. You think uh, Wilson's going to do something stupid in this game? I mean, it's a game that en- it's a day that ends in Y, so, I mean, yeah, but... This uh, game being the one that's happening right now? Yeah, because he, he's, he's back from that. Maybe he thinks that was a dirty knee on knee hit by the other guy. I don't know. Can't really confirm what's going on in Tom Wilson's head, if anything. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, obviously, let's go Flyers at for the time you're watching this. I mean, yeah, go Flyers. Watching this? Listening. Eh, same idea. Go Flyers, but, I mean, I'm going to say no. Tom Wilson has changed because of his $5,000 fine. Yeah, didn't even notice his bank account move. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, oh, did I go to the store, like, grocery shopping? What what's up? What's up with this missing like five dollars in my account? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, it's the same thing that uh, the Rangers owner would have thought when the NHL fined them. What was it? Two hundred and fifty thousand. That's maybe I understand for like singling out George Peros, who I mean obviously deservedly got singled out because he is head of that whole department that spins the wheel every time someone makes a questionable hit. Mm-hmm. But I just... $250,000 for speaking out against feeling like your team was robbed of justice? Is that too hard of a saying? <laughs> I I don't think so. It sounds pretty accurate. Okay, because I'm not trying to make it sound like a murder trial. No, it's Although, like it's it's not that bad, but like in the scope of the NHL and player safety, it's bad. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, we'll get into it, but lack of action from player safety leads to a whole lot of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, because you know, still still on Paros, the uh, report from. I don't oh who no! Was. You're not gonna bring this up. I don't oh, remember who boy. it was from the Athletic, um, but the quote from the article: "Peros, we've heard, didn't even want to suspend Wilson for the brain-damaging assault on Boston's Brandon Carlo, who suffered mood changes and blurry vision from his concussion after being hospitalized by Wilson in March. Bettman didn't like the optics and ordered a suspension, so Wilson got seven games." Before that, he wasn't even considered a repeat offender because the CBA erases priors after a certain period of time transpires. Just absurd. That's, that certain period of time is 18 months. I know that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Peros didn't want 
to suspend Wilson. Yeah, that um, the whole repeat uh, offender rule. Like, I get it for it needs to be longer than eighteen months. That's for sure. I think because. Wait, how the hell did Tom Wilson go 18 months without getting suspended? That's what I'm that's my biggest takeaway here. <laughs> like, seriously? Are, are, <laughs> I know it was from what, the preseason when he hit uh Sunquist, uh I'm assuming was the last one. I don't before Carlo. Uh but. let's see. O- yeah, October twenty eighteen, the board on Sunquist, I think. Uh, yeah. uh wait. Oh no 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 no. This wasn't the board. This was the open ice hit. Oh, headshot on Sunquist. Yeah. Was... Yeah. So I mean, whatever, and that just shows that he's gotten away with a whole bunch. Because I mean, no offense, Tom Wilson just doesn't go eighteen months. I know. Wait, does eighteen months include like just calendar months or it's season calendar. months? It is calendar. Which is okay. especially an issue that's when there still... was the pandemic. Yeah, so like... I mean, that's an asterisk next to. Yeah, <laughs> like three asterisks next to it. Jesus. Yeah, it's well, it's not funny, but like I was, I was there was a video on YouTube. I don't remember who it was from, but it was like nine Tom Wilson, uh, like Tom Wilson's top nine, uh, like worst hits. And at the start of the video, the person had, like, um, just, like, background uh, videos of other bad Tom Wilson hits just playing because he couldn't fit them into the nine, like, the top nine that he had. So there were, like, five at the start, and then there was the top nine. And I was just like, if a player is like that, there's a clear issue, right? Like, if there are 14 incidences at least where it's like there needs to be some like that is a dirty hit. You know, maybe that player is dirty. I don't know, just an idea. Possibly here. Come on now, don't whoa. The funny thing that I well, I guess it's not funny. Um on Twitter the other day I saw a Caps fan make like a compilation of like Tom Wilson with like highlights that are like supposed big hits, but they're, they're literally all hits that he's gotten suspended from. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're not, you're not doing the best job here at trying to make your guy seem uh, not a scumbag. It's it's just the meme of the person shooting themselves in the head. Like, oh my god. And when player safety does nothing, it leads to six fights within the first four minutes of a game. I, what happened there? Uh, the Rangers don't have any fighters, so it kind of backfired. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't focus on that aspect of it. Hey, they uh, showed up. Yeah, the point the point is is that they stood up, but yeah, no, the fights were basically all won by the Caps. Um, but yeah, th- like three fights off the face off and then, you know, I was not expecting that. No, I thought, I thought there would be like two or three fights in the game. Like definitely one with Wilson. I wasn't expecting three oh, yeah. off the draw. 
Yeah, I was thinking maybe we'll get one off the uh, off the rip here, but then I was like, hey, look, there's a fight. It's like, wait, that's the second one. Oh, there's a third one. <laughs> what in, what yeah. in the world? Yeah, and Chara, oh Chara was on the ice for that. I was like, I don't think any Rangers are going to challenge him. <laughs> you see him skate right over to the yeah. defense. And he was like, anyone want to try me? And they're all like, no, I love you. Stop. I don't want to fight you. Oh, I guess man. Brendan Smith wanted to fight him later. but Are you ready for the Nick Ritchie Zidane Chara fight in the first round? <sighs> I actually don't know who would win that. Charlie McAvoy versus Chara. Oh, no, no. Let's... If... Let's do polar opposites. Grizzlick versus Chara. <laughs> Five nine versus six nine. <laughs> oh, Grizzlick win that. Oh, definitely. I just, yeah, that. Obviously, like, yeah, the NHL got ratings from that Caps Rangers game, which, like, yeah, that was really fun to watch in that first period. But like overall, the hockey in that game was pretty boring. Um, yeah, I was. I had it on on my computer while I was watching the Yankees Astros game, and I'm just like, "Any more fights? Any more fights?" And then I I know there was a lot in the first, obviously, but during those stretches, I like couldn't even bear to watch because I was like, "Okay, this, this it's this is hockey, I guess." Yeah, it just became another regular season game on a what was that Wednesday night? Yep. Yeah. What a like. Perfect scenario, though, if you're NBC. Oh, yeah. You know, because you got that national game, and of course this all happens for it. Ugh. So what you're saying what? is NBC planned this. NBC paid the NHL and oh paid Tom Wilson God. to do all of this just for their ratings for yeah, one game. Yeah, said we'll cover your fine. <laughs> we'll cover your little fine here. <laughs> Galaxy um, brain. <laughs> yeah, hey. Uh, I see no fault in that... Uh, conspiracy is that a fair word it is definitely a conspiracy or <laughs> okay or just right. um or just something that's completely false but we can say conspiracy oh stop it um and it kind of sucks too with that game that like that was the headline from it because oshi scoring a hat trick after losing his dad like his first game back like that was so nice to see like yeah, like I said, after his first goal, like he's the only Caps player allowed to score, and then he went out and scored a hat trick. And I was like, "Yep, I mean, really good for him." Like that was awesome. that. That's one of those just like classic like hockey moments. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah. of course that happens, and even just like sporting moments. But yeah, uh, too bad Tom Wilson also, exists. Um, oh, the lack of uh, uh, accountability. Accountability from player safety led to, um, well, you can disagree. Oh, yeah. You might disagree, but led to Anthony Mantha getting a stick to the mouth. Cross check, actually, not stick to the mouth makes it sound like it's just a high stick, but no, it was a cross check to the uh, the mouth. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, that's basically what led to it. Like it all sort of just, especially if you're, I don't even know how to pronounce. I pronounced this guy's name on the Rangers. Bucinavich. Sure. Um, and I'm not trying to defend it. That was a garbage cross-check to the face. But, like, I'm sure he kind of felt like he had to take matters into his own hands since player safety wouldn't 
stand up for his Tim and his teammate, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to justify it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Although it probably sounds like I was trying to justify No, it's <laughs> like you can say, I mean, like, yes, Puchnevich, it was a dirty cross check, obviously. Yeah. But there is also some blame to be thrown at the NHL and player safety. It's like, you caused this. They caused those six fights. They caused that game to be chippy. And while, yes, it does ultimately come down to Buchnevich doing that, it's like, you know, I I sort of understand why he did it, but it's still like, a you shouldn't have, but I get it. You know? I think yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, then after that, it was just, the fine, and there hasn't been anything since then. Well, obviously, Buchnevich got suspended a game. Um, but, yeah. <sighs> when will Tom Wilson learn? Uh, never. Yeah, that's probably right. <sighs> and I think we can wrap that little segment up there. Um, Little I say took us like 25 minutes, but like, you know, it's Tom Wilson stuff. That's what's going to happen. We'll have something else to talk about him for another 20 minutes, probably next week. So, I mean, yeah, we've we've already had an episode this season literally named after him. Yeah. March 7th, 2021. Tom Wilson was being Tom Wilson. (laughs) So, I mean, this one won't be named after him, probably. But yeah, I just I don't understand it. But on that note, let's completely do a 180 and go to Bruins hockey because that is uh, much more entertaining. Totally. Um, but yeah. No. It depends on the night. Actually, yeah, really, because it depends on the game in the series, too, because they won the first game of both the series we missed and then lost the second one. Won 3 nothing against the Devils, lost 4-3 in OT. Won 4 nothing over the Rangers, lost 5-4. This team is so. I mean, <laughs> they still play down to their opponents. Like, um, really, that's what we've seen, at least in the last four games. Is that yeah that that part of them is still there, and uh, it doesn't seem like it's going away. But luckily, in the playoffs, they're you can't play down to your opponents because they're good. You hire me, ESPN. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to submit a strongly worded letter of recommendation to Turner Sports. I mean, hey, that's... Hey, you wrote that and made that in paint or something and... Snapchat, thank you. Oh, oh, my my bad. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be Turner Sports' top analyst next season, and I'll be having Shaq next to me to help me with that. Oh my god, imagine they get him to do like... NHL games like once a week that'd be so incredible just hearing him in the in the uh studio technically I guess that's the word but what a guy I love that guy everything he does just makes me laugh mainly because of how freaking ginormous he is yeah it I I want to see like that panel do a hockey game at least once at least once like they might know nothing Oh, okay. They don't know anything about it, but I would still love to see them like just try to cover it and just see what happens. Because that's how like the NHL is gonna get um 
like uh more viewers and a bigger popularity yeah popularity from turner is they're big analysts covering those games you know even if it's not basketball like they normally do i mean it's not like it's impossible to learn another sport and cover it (laughs) especially when especially when turner's paying that much for it (laughs) yeah hopefully the network does like a somehow some kind of like just good crossover between the two like I guess I, w- I don't want to say leagues, but like the programs they run for the pregame shows, postgame shows, you know, mm-hmm. make it fun, make hockey relatable to not relatable, but seem more. I don't want to say seem more interesting, but seem interesting to these people who've only watched basketball and reply to every ESPN tweet saying not a sport. Yes, try to draw those people in. Exactly, make it like. They don't have to make it interesting, but yeah, market, market it so that it's actually interesting. That's a big thing that the NHL has not been able to do is market their players. Like, uh, I mean, there's also, (laughs) also, uh, who was it? Yeah, it was Turner when, you know, Turner had a graphic on the screen of Capitals captain Alexander Ovechkin and Edmonton Oilers captain Andrew Ference. Um, But I mean that yeah, that, that shows they don't know, like the whoever was doing the design, they don't know about it. They don't know about Connor McDavid. Like I totally searched up. I remember right after yeah. that, I searched Oilers captain, and that was one of the first pictures the Andrew Ference one to show up. So they totally yep. It's oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I hope that was them. Like, I don't know what in the world. Someone probably right, was just like, oh, like someone, someone in the studio probably like knew about like Connor McDavid and was like, oh, just, just do, just put on the uh, Edmonton Oilers captain. The guy was like, okay, Edmonton Oilers captain. And then that's what they got. But yeah, no, like with, with hockey, it's the issue the NHL has had is not being able to like reach many people, frankly. It's just like they got to find a better way to market. And then obviously splitting it between ESPN, which is, you know, probably the best place that they can put it, and then also on Turner, that's going to do, well, they hope it's going to do really well for them, and I mean, ESPN and Turner are paying a crap ton of money for it, so. Yeah. It's good to see for the NHL's brand, just hopefully the uh, not-a-real-sport stuff stops for a bit, although, well, NBA Twitter is a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways. Anywho. I don't know how we jumped from going into the Bruins games to that, but. Oh, um, because you were talking about how we're talking about such uh how you're such a good analyst and how they should oh, hire yes. you, and then we started talking about Shaq, and then we started yes. talking about Connor McDavid, and then we started talking about interference. <laughs> Good times. Good fucking times. Anyways, uh Bruins. Uh sorry, yeah. while while we're on a little tangent, let me just quickly pull up one. Um Okay, this sucks. No, I need I need one that's more funny. Uh oh. let me simple next season. Well, that is not simple. Make oh my god. I'm I'm looking on cap friendly quickly. You know how it is. Um, all right. So, 
I'll counter with one after you say it. I already know what you're... <laughs> so, uh, this one's called Next Year. Um, Bruins are going to resign Carlo 5 by 5 million per. That's... They don't need to pay that much for Carlo. Nick Ritchie, 2 by 2.5 per. And then just like a bunch of the AHL guys and Frederick signed it, obviously less. UFAs, um, Taylor Hall, 4 years, 6.5 per. Rask, 1 year, 6 per. Krejci, 2 years, 5.5 per. Mike Riley, 2 years at 1.7. Paying more for Riley. Uh, Crowley at 3 years, 1.2. They don't watch the games. Because um, I'm not giving Crowley 3 years. Uh, Lausanne's no, going to Seattle. One. Uh, yeah. DeBrusque Oof. to Edmonton for a first. They don't watch the games. Uh, and then Moore and Seneshin to Florida for Keith Yandel. Okay. And then Curtis Lazar to Vegas for Ooh. Ryan Reeves and a third. So that makes the lineup Marshawn Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci Smith, Richie, Coyle, Stadnika, Corrali, Frederick Wagner. So they're going to go out, trade Lazar. <laughs> Acquire Ryan Reeves, not play Reeves in the lineup. Okay. Then the defense pairs are going to be Yandel, McAvoy, Grizzly, Carlo, Riley, Clifton. Yeah, this person doesn't watch the games. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Um, So this is actually a Flames fan. Oh, rebuild titled Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, fifty percent retained to Boston for. Lausanne, DeBrusque, a fourth, and a fit, a first. I almost said a fifth. Would you do that? Lausanne, DeBrusque. Uh, depends on the expansion draft. Because it depends on it depends yeah. on who Seattle takes. Because if Seattle takes, oh, I don't know. I I don't hate that. Although Goudreau's a UFA at the end of the year, correct? Like at the end of that year, ne- like next year. Next year, yeah, yeah, I believe. And the Bruins, uh, you know what? You know what? It depends on. It depends on if the Bruins resign Hall. Because if they resign mm. Hall, then I'm probably a lot more hesitant on trading f- for another top six left wing, because you would have Marshawn Hall, Goudreau. Um. Mm. But I mean, nobody has a better left side. Oh, yeah, that's true. But DeBrusque was off first. I, I'd definitely be in favor of that for Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, yeah. He would certainly make Coyle better on that third line, which would also be stupid to have Johnny Goudreau on your third line. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Anyways, now that uh, we have the daily cap friendly stuff yeah. out of the way, let's keep going. Um. Yeah. So the Bruins in I'm last. I'm kidding. I'll get a headache. Yeah, the uh, Bruins in last four games had some really good games, and then ones that were not so great. So obviously, like both both shutouts. Um, the Devils won, and the Rangers won. I mean, the Rangers that Thursday game against the Rangers was just practically perfect for the Bruins. Like nothing went wrong. Obviously, shots on goal allowed. Yeah, the Rangers, like the Bruins, played a really good game, but the Rangers were also awful. I think it's fair to say that, you know, coming off that emotional game on a back-to-back, yeah, they weren't great. Um, that that three nothing Devils game though was, you know, was pretty good. Um, it wasn't 
wasn't the most entertaining of games, but I mean, that's a Bruins-Devils game. But they clinched the playoffs in that game, which was the most important thing. Um, thank God. <laughs> thank God they're in the playoffs again this year, because there were doubts. Like, you remember, like, like they started off the season like 10-2-1, and then they had that massive, like... Bucky streak? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one? Uh, yeah. The one right after the, actually, I don't know, just any point before the deadline <laughs> where it's just like, all right, this, there's a real chance this team can miss the playoffs. Uh, it's so nice that they're actually going to be in them. Now, obviously, yes, their goal is to do more than just make it, but definitely was a sigh of relief that night. <laughs> Big if true. <laughs> um, And then the, oh my God. The four three overtime loss. I just why <laughs> like I I I'll don't be, oh I was just gonna say I'll be honest here I don't fully remember the overtime but I remember them if I'm remembering correctly that was not a great overtime at all. I mean, Besides, obviously, them losing. I know that, but... <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I was about I to jump on that. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of guy you are. Oops, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I, if I remember correctly, they didn't have the buck much, and they were chasing the no. devil's team. So, the thing I want to ask you about, because, like, let's be real, I don't remember, like, too much from that game, but... Well, that was the uh, game that Coyle got hurt in, but Yarrow Halak... Especially with that overtime sort of breaking a stick everywhere. That was his... Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That was his last start as a Bruin, right? Uh, 1,152%. Yeah. And we... I think we did talk about this in the last episode um, briefly. Yeah, because someone asked about, like, oh, well, who's going to be the tandem next season? Like, Halak's probably gone, right? And it's like, yeah, he is. Uh, I think we all knew that coming into this season anyways. Um, but that's... That last start, like, his last start as a Bruin is... It's definitely... He deserved a better send-off. Yeah, it's definitely not... Um, not... Char- characteristic? No, not representative of his entire time as a Bruin, because man, Absolutely. was he such a good option with Rask. Just having yep. him and Rask every day, really, you know, going back and forth between the two of them was just perfect. Like, he is part of the reason that Rask was so good in the Stanley Cup final run, because they were able to basically split throughout the season, Rask was well-rested, and then it came to the playoffs, and Rask was phenomenal. And being able to have Halak as a reliable backup, you know, knowing that, okay, you know what, if Rask can't go tonight, we still have someone really good, that definitely helped the team so much. And it's. Yeah, and then this year it's, oh, if Rask can't go, we have three options behind him. Yeah. <laughs> I still find that hilarious. Um, I, but, I can't believe that Vladar and Swayman was a thing, but. Yeah, that's. Uh, Seems surreal. Um, uh, you said Tuukka Rask was phenomenal in the 2019 playoffs. Well, well, why didn't they win the cup then? I'm about to get punched through the mic. 
I was about to just leave the Discord call, but then I realized that like it wouldn't have been heard through the recording because those sounds are muted. But that's that's what my intention was going to be there. <laughs> um, alternatively, I could hit my mic, but that'll be too loud. But no, <laughs> you know why they lost. <laughs> uh, we have to mention it episode episodely. We can't can't go too long without mentioning. June twelfth, twenty nineteen. Okay. All right. I'm depressed again. <laughs> Moving this on. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah, but you you carried it further than I wanted it to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Devils beating the <laughs> the Bruins in overtime in twenty twenty one. Let's get back to present day. <laughs> Do we want to? Do we want to go back to that game? Like realistically, I mean, um, what? <laughs> Bruins. The Bruins weren't great. Um. It was kind of kind of the same as today's loss, where it was they kind of collapsed in the third. Um, well, yeah, they had a two-one lead going into the third, and then they just let it get away from them. But then they still had a chance in overtime, and then just couldn't couldn't make it work. And obviously, losing Coil in that great in that game wasn't great because you know he was having some better games, but yeah. Just a just a bad game. I'll say. And then, I mean, I don't I don't really know if there's much to say about the Rangers, like the first Rangers Bruins game. Like obviously it was the Rangers coming off of their game against Washington. Like it was on the back to back, and I mean. They did nothing in that game. Like 15, uh-huh. 15, 16 save shout out for Swayman. Like love Swayman, obviously, but like he didn't have to do anything that game. No. Uh, like and I don't think he's complaining whatsoever. Um but <laughs> I mean he coulda he probably could have sat on top of the crossbar and been completely okay that entire game. <laughs> Just laid down. Just yeah, just do, just do the two pad stack like how some you know in NHL uh twenty one sometimes getting glitched in the net where you're just stuck like stacking the pads. <laughs> just, he could have done yeah, that. Teleport through to the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. he would have been fine doing that. Um, although good thing from this game and from the recent games, Jake DeBrusque got on the board. What have you thought of him in the last four or five games? Uh, then, uh, oh my god, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> encouraging. There, that's the fucking word. Holy shit. No, it's been encouraging. I mean, they, yeah, I, I'm not sure many people would argue with me when I say he's probably their X Factor come playoff time. Obviously, Taylor Hall could be that guy, but I mean, I guess he's been producing, so you maybe expect that, but mm-hmm. you need DeBrusque to. Continue to be playing better and more effectively, and had a had a nice chance to, to I guess this afternoon technically uh, with uh, Richie. Um, yeah, obviously hope that continues, and he's their X factor in the playoffs, and I'd like to see them win a Stanley Cup. So <laughs> big if true, <laughs> but no, that's that's exactly it. It's like it's been encouraging. I mean, even Corrali, too, had been having some good games until today. We, but, you know, 
that was kind of expected. Um, but for DeBrusque, it's like, yeah, he's probably the biggest X factor. And even if it, it doesn't matter which line he plays on, he still needs to be that in the playoffs. So, cause he was on the fourth line cause, um, when Coyle was healthy, which I, I really liked DeBrusque, Lazar, Kuhlman. Like I thought that worked really well. Uh, and then having Richie Krejci or no, Richie Corrali Coyle, um, like both of those lines worked. Um, but yeah, DeBrusque. He seems a lot more motivated, if that makes sense, in the last few games. And that might be because of Taylor Hall being there and sort of being like, okay, like kind of humbling DeBrusque almost. It's like, yeah, my spot is not guaranteed here whatsoever. I need to be better. And, you know, recently he has. I don't want to like, you know, be like, oh my God, he's back or anything. Cause, he gets a shot no. on goal. He's back. Let's go. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's it's encouraging and you know hopefully we see more of that in the next in the last two games of the year and then obviously most importantly in the playoffs and yeah also i like the way you think <laughs> me too i also like the way i think <laughs> it's the main battle <laughs> yeah yeah uh it was also nice to see both McAvoy and carlo score cuz um, that was McAvoy's first in, I think it was like, since like late March. And then obviously Carlo's first since like February, obviously Carlo's been hurt. Um, but it was good to see both of them also get on the board, you know, produce something offensively. Obviously we're not expecting point per game seasons from either of them, especially not from Carlo. Um, but you know, if they can produce like that in the playoffs would be kind of nice. I mean, doesn't Car- didn't Carlos score two in the Cup Finals? Yeah, yeah, because I know he had one in Game Six. I remember that, which was such a yeah. Weird and goal. then he had one in Game Four. Yes. But yeah. There wow, are... funny how how much we remember that lovely series. I don't know what you're talking about. The Bruins won in Game Six because Carson Kuhlman sealed the deal with his snipe on Bennington. Um. And then Game 7, like always, was cancelled. I still... Do you know when, when that's going to be played? Have you heard it? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, once Kuhlman scored that goal, they were like, oh, we can't let this game be played. Come on. So Car- Carson Kuhlman just waiting. sniped on us, so we're, we're not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> the Blues yeah, got relegated. I, <laughs> Craig Berube did his, uh, did his thing and complained. And oh then suddenly everything changed. Uh, do you think uh, we're uh do you think we're still, you know, little uh what's the best word to describe our feelings towards twenty nineteen? Not over it, yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't think I uh ever will be. Uh let's uh move on from that before I get into that more. Hard to believe that was only two years ago. It feels so much longer. Yeah, it really does. Like that team obviously the team is still pretty similar to that. It still feels like forever ago. Like I mean, really, the only people missing from that Parland team, what? Home before the era began of Parland Home. Oh, my Legend. God. Legend. Missing them every day. I'm Actually, sorry. Something that I just thought of, because, like... Uh, no, I'll, I'll leave it I'll leave it to after, because we oh, should no. talk about today's game. Ugh. We should All right, talk you'll about... have to talk about the good parts, because I didn't see the good parts. I only got to see the uh, shitty parts. I mean, I saw Martian's goal realistically there weren't many good parts um 
Like the the first the first and second periods were like you know they were solid, not anything to write home about. Um, but then obviously yeah it fell apart in the third. Um, like Poshnok scoring twenty one seconds in, and then it was three goals in four minutes for the Rangers. Obviously Marshawn got one back, but then the Rangers got one back, and then Bergeron got one like thirty seconds after that. But then they didn't get anything again with Tuga pulled. Um. It was uncharacteristic. When, uh, I just say, when, uh, when Martian scored to make a 4 3, I was like, all right, here we go. And then the Rangers scored. I was like, okay, here we go. That sucks. Game over. And then Percheron scored. I was like, these guys are sucking me in again. Come on, just stop teasing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't give me hope. For real. But uh, sorry, before I rudely interrupted. No, I was just going to say, like, that collapse was just, it was so uncharacteristic of this team. Like, like even this year's team overall, not even just since the deadline, like, that was almost definitely their worst period of the season, and they scored three goals in the period. <laughs> like, Marshawn, Bergeron, and Pasternak all scored, and it was probably still their worst period of the year. Like, I don't know, it's just the defensive breakdowns left and right, like, nothing seemed to be going right. Rask had like two phenomenal saves, and then the Rangers scored twenty seconds later. Like that happened oh my God, twice. That one, yeah, that one save with the leg. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that's an awesome save. Let's go get some momentum out of. Oh, yeah. Not a great game for the defense outside of Grizzly and McAvoy. Um, yeah. Who was it that had it? Uh, Tucker Boynton probably butchered his last name, at Tucker underscore TNL. Uh, he, he just had, like, the stats. So at 5v5 today, the Bruins scored... The Bruins outscored the Rangers 3 nothing with Grizzlick and McAvoy on the ice, and then were outscored 5 nothing in every other single situation. So... Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I like uh, Mike Riley more on the third pair with Kevin Miller plus power play time. Yeah, I don't know if I disagree with that. Like I, I want to see more of Lazan Carlo, Riley yeah. Miller, um, like before obviously fully committing to it. But it was kind of nice. Obviously, this game <laughs> didn't go so well for either of them. Riley minus three, Miller minus three, and then Lazan Carlo both minus two. Um, but like I don't think this one fluke period is representative of everything that they can probably bring. I, I think yeah. that that works because like Lazan sort of has, you know, some some of that desire to, you know, I guess more of a desire to pinch and you know play offensively, which works uh, with Carlo. And Lazan is also he's a pretty good defender. Like, yeah, he makes the odd mistake, but like that's that's going to happen especially with how young he is. And then you have Riley and Miller, which you have Riley who can pass it to anyone in the world and Miller, who's going to kill anyone in the world. So really (laughs) everyone in the world better keep their head up because Lord only knows what's coming. (laughs) It's either going to be a puck or Kevin Miller. So watch out. (laughs) And the biggest difference from him and Tom Wilson legally. Yes. Legally, obviously. Um, you know, I, I want to, I want to see those pairs more actually. And, um, 
I mean, regardless of that, that those are their top six defensemen going into the playoffs. Like, absolutely. Like, there's, I don't think there's any debate about that. Like, Clifton, no. Camfer, no. Zaboral, no. Tenorti, no. Those are the guys. Aww. McAvoy, Grizz, uh, Lazar, Carlo, Miller, Riley. And that's, I mean, I don't have any complaints about that. But yeah, it really, that third period was just the worst. And I don't know if there's much else that can be said on that. Other than, obviously, this is a constant thing that happens with every single regular season loss for Rask. But like, was this Rask's best game ever? No. Was he the problem? No. Yes. Oh, no, just kidding. Got <laughs> <laughs> to kick you off of this. Damn. Just just make it line changes with Alex. Tanya, Alex and Alex, we already had this this hypothesis last week. That's true. Why why are so many of the things that we've been saying just also been said last episode? Well, I guess not much changes in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> But no, I, Ty Anderson, you know, great Bruins writer, he always puts it best. And like today he said, like, Rask is the only athlete like in Boston where like every single regular season loss, you know, comes with a deep dive on his career and people have to, you know, psychoanalyze every single little thing that Rask does. It just, it doesn't happen with anyone else but him. Yep. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Isn't it fun? <laughs> no. Well, I'll take that as a yes. I won't. Um <laughs> So looking ahead, um mm-hmm. Bruins play Monday, Tuesday. Obviously Monday at home against the Islanders, and then Tuesday against the Caps. Um let me just quickly look at the standings. For the Washington yeah, game, that. Uh, or not the standings, the scores. Okay, so it's nothing, nothing <laughs> for two for Philly, Washington. But the most likely scenario is that the Bruins are playing the Caps in the first round. Um, although the Islanders are up three one on the Devils, but I mean, it felt inevitable, honestly. Yeah. So that's the most likely scenario. But I wanted to ask about stuff before that. So one. Cassidy said that the Bruins are likely going to play like mostly regulars on Monday against the Islanders, but then they're likely to sit some of the guys on Tuesday against the Caps, which isn't even specifically Good. a Caps thing. It's probably just, you know, last game of the season, it's the second half, back to back, there's no point. But like, doesn't, doesn't help that. Yeah. So I, I just thought of this as a fun question. Okay. Who do you, who do you want in the lineup on Tuesday? You can pick anyone on the Bruins, anyone on the taxi squad, anything like that. What what do you want? Who do I want in the lineup? Oh yes. boy, oh boy, I get to make a lineup. All right. Uh, I'd I say you. I say you sit Bergeron and Marchand. Keep uh, the pasta man in since. You know, he's kind of coming around on his game, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been looking better. So, first line, 
Hall. Oh, do you said Krejci though? Oh, I think you oh. said Krejci. Yeah. Okay. You sit him. Wait. Is this assuming Charlie Coyle? Oh, let's assume they sit him since he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. This. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not sit Bergeron. I don't. I feel like they have to sit Bergeron and Martian. I don't know. I think they gotta sit Bergeron and Krejci at the very least. I don't know about Marshall. Yeah, I think they might keep Marshawn in just because he'll bring some of that grit, and it's not like it's not like he's gonna be stupid in a, uh, like in a scrum or anything. Not to say uh, Bergeron or Krejci will be, but like I feel like it's less yeah, likely. Noted goon David Krejci. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I would definitely probably put in both uh your taxi squad forwards, McKeg and Stud. Hmm. Um. Well, I guess. Kasha maybe. Kasha will probably probably be there. Um. Okay. Well, first line: Hall, McKeg, <laughs> Smith. To it. No, I don't know. That's that's a loaded question. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah. I I just I just wanted to just see if you could come up with anything just like that quickly, where it's just like, oh yeah, sure. Um, Hall, Stanika, Smith. Debrusque, oh god, <laughs> Debrusque. Honestly, Corrally, I wouldn't say no to your Coolman. bottom six. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say no to your bottom six being Frederick, Corrali, Wagner, line three, and then Lazar, Kuhlman, Bleed is your fourth line. At this point, screw yeah. it. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't know who goes to second line center, but <laughs> that's a problem With for Debrusque Bruce and Richie. <laughs> uh, McKeg. Oh wait. He's on our first line. Shit. Uh, stud. There. Okay. That. So. That's <laughs> certainly a lineup. Paul McKeg Smith, Debrusque, Stanika, Richie. Yeah. And then Frederick yep. Corrali Wa- Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. Bleed Lazar Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay. Let's roll it. Stanley Cup winners right there. Don't even play the rest of them. The rest of the playoffs. Come on. And then what do wow. you do for defense? Obviously, uh, I think Kevin Miller will sit. Yeah, Miller sits. Uh, might sit. Eh. I honestly, Miller might be the only one that sits. They might sit Carlo too. Put in Camper and Clifton. That's probably safe. Um, just to make sure nothing else happens. Last game of the season against the Caps for Carlo. Yeah, maybe sit Carlo and Miller there. And then it's there's gonna... really only two games left. Holy yeah. my god. Yeah, and then we have to watch playoff hockey. I say that like it's a bad thing, but like it's a stressful oh, thing. No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, not playoff hockey. For... I hate it. <laughs> I was looking at Kevin Miller because I know he's got all the uh, bonuses for games played. And I was wondering if they were going to sit him if he's close to that 30 game mark. But um, even if he plays the last two, he'll be at 29 games. So yeah, hmm. they're going to definitely sit him. Yeah. One, if not both. Yeah. And I think like Miller's uh, probably okay with sitting if it means you know he doesn't re-injure his knee in another way well yeah but i don't know i was gonna say uh people like their bonuses but then i remember cc sabathia in 2018 uh i'm sure you don't even remember this but um uh it was a series against the rays in 2018 literally the last series of the year i think and uh CC had an innings pitched bonus worked into his contract, um, and he was like 
cruising. He almost he gave up like two hits through like five innings. The Yankees were up like eleven nothing. He was going to easily get that bonus, but the Rays threw at the head of his catcher. So what does he do the first time? The first pitch of the next inning, throws at the Rays and gets ejected. Oh Forfeits that. I think it was like a million dollars too, Jeez. like a half a million or something. So I was like, okay. I mean, he's definitely made enough in his career. I think like, it's true. I know uh, <laughs> you're comparing the legend of CC Sabathia <laughs> to Kevin Miller might not be the best, but no, those are comparable. <laughs> I agree. Oh, uh, you know what? The Bruins should sit one of uh, Grizzlick, Riley, or Lazan and put in Tenorti against the Caps. That's probably not a bad idea. Definitely Tenorti. Although the Caps are injured. Like, Ovi's out, Kuznetsov and Samsonov are on the COVID list again. Um, I mean, obviously, Wilson's nursing Typical something. Russians. So, I mean, if the Bruins do get them in the first round, they're definitely already going to be banged up if those guys even start the series. So, obviously, like, we're not trying to wish an injury or anything, but just... You know, wow, I can't wait to print say, that headline. Saying the issue... Or not saying the issue. Saying what's happening is not, you know, the same as wishing the injury. And saying that yeah, the we'll see about should that. take advantage if they play. You know, that's... I would like to think that's okay to say. If anything, it's respecting the players more. Being like, wow, this really good player is out. The Bruins need to take advantage. See? Boom. Saved it. Um, <laughs> shall well, we move on to questions? I think we should. All right, so we have, well, two separate ones. Uh, so uh, at Officer Bravo 64 asks, I assume you guys will already talk fully about Kasha. Yeah. Where do you guys see him fitting in? Um, that is a great question. And I don't have the answer. <laughs> I, that's, I guess if you had to make like a shot in the dark. Um... Oh my god, I just lost what I was going to say. Third line, right? If you think, because I don't want him on the fourth line. That's typically a bruising line. and uh, Clearly, that's not good for Kasha. Mm-hmm. And um, But I also think at this point, there's no guarantee he cracks a playoff lineup. And I get he's probably an, a, a really effective player in a normal year, but, I mean, he's played 18 minutes, I think, of actual time on ice since August 31st, and he's been out for the last four months and has only practiced with the team once. I think anyone saying that he's going to be some great addition to the team is being a little too optimistic. Yeah, manage the expectations. We all know that Kasha is a good player, and frankly, he hasn't had, he's barely had any time in Boston to prove it. Like, he had the, what, like, six games before the deadline, and then had the hu- the whole issue with quarantining and getting into the bubble, same with Pasternak, so he didn't, you know, it's not like he was in peak condition going into that, although he did have a good series against Carolina, we mentioned that last episode, everything's about last episode, um, yeah. but he hasn't he hasn't really been given any time to sort of exactly show what he has but i don't know if he's going to get that in the playoffs cuz yeah he's going to be third or fourth line um 
I don't know what the lines look like. Potentially Richie Coyle Kasha, DeBrusque Coyle Kasha. You could go Richie Corrali Coyle again and then have DeBrusque Lazar Kasha. There are definitely options there. Um, but yeah, people have to manage their expectations because, like, I really like Kasha. I. <laughs> I know he's a good player, but with all the time off, I don't like I'm not trying to think that he's going to be this god the moment that he steps out on the ice. Yeah. So. <laughs> um speaking of which, you were just talking about the Capitals yep. and their injury drop. Yep. Uh TJ Oshie has a lower body injury and will not return to tonight's game. Probably being overly cautious, I would presume, but something to look at for sure. Yeah, another another cap their top six going down. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Obviously, yeah, the Bruins aren't confirmed yet to be playing the Caps uh, in the first round, but that's the most likely scenario at this point, although they're they're not even able to play the Islanders. So it's Caps, Penguins. Yeah, it's Caps or Penguins. Uh, I would probably take the Caps at this point with how injured they are, but yeah, uh, who knows? Um. The next question from Officer Bravo sixty four was, uh, "What do you think Shout the out. biggest issue with the Bruins is heading into the playoffs?" And you and he said excluding the power play, which oh, I had a layup. Yeah, I was gonna say that would have been a really easy answer, but I would probably go with oh wait, probably the bottom Take six. Well, it's the biggest well, not issue. Issue, I guess. But yeah. Maybe if the that was a concern. Well, I guess DeBrusque fits into the umbrella that is the bottom six. Yeah. yeah, let's both go bottom six. Look at us. Yeah, biggest issue is definitely the bottom six. Um, besides the power play, power play sucks. Um, but no, it's it's the bottom six. They have their top six figured out, which we have not been able to say since Lucic, Krejci, Horton. Right? Like, <laughs> ah, good times. Um, but yeah, that bottom six is still question mark. Obviously we want Coyle back in the lineup as soon as possible. I, Cassidy said he should be back like sooner rather than later, I think was the quote, which isn't specific, but you know, hopefully that's not anything serious there. Um, but yeah, need that bottom six to be able to do anything in the playoffs, especially against Caps, Islanders, Penguins, like any teams like that, because you got you got to get out of this division first, anyways. So, uh, and his last his last question for that: Who do you think the goalie tandem will be in the playoffs? Which Tuka and Callum Booth? <laughs> no, uh, Swayman. Yeah, uh, actually, it's Tuka and Jonas Gustafsson. Excuse you. Yes, let's do it. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's Tuka Swayman. Gets sick during warmups, and then Gustafson comes in and has a chance to redeem himself from twenty. Oh my god, this is like a Disney movie coming together in my head. Oh my god, let's do it. You guys thought the Miracle on Ice was for the U.S. Nah, it's for Jonas Gustafson. <laughs> Whatever Miracle on Ice is, but in like. He's Swedish, right? I, uh, I believe so. His last name's Gustafsson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, Swedish. So, yeah. There we go. Wait, hold on. Google Translate. 
Are you Google translating miracle on ice? Yeah. <laughs> Just Swedish. Miracle on ice. English detected. All right. Swedish. Oh, God, I can't say that. I'm going to copy and paste it into the uh, Discord chat, and I'll let you say it. Oh, you're going to let me say it instead of yeah, just... Yeah, I can't say it. You I think know. I know how to speak Swedish? <laughs> Miracle pot ice. Is. Let me just quickly pull up Google Translate, and I will play the sound oh, there you go. through. That sounds much better. Miracle på is. Perfect. Miracle på is. Or something like that. Oh, if, there any, close. if there are any Swedish listeners, which, really? I think, I, maybe. <laughs> hey, if if you're listening, you know how to speak Swedish. Um, please let us know how 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 uh how bad I butchered that. Even after hearing it a second before. Um, anyways, besides hey, Jonas, we got a listener in Sweden. Oh, allegedly in the geographic location of Jean. Young Coping. Sure. Coping is how you would pronounce it in English. But shout out to this guy. Love you. <laughs> I had no idea that you could click on that and see which region. Oh, yeah. We also have a listener from Tokyo. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, unfortunately, um, no one from Mercury's. So upsetting. Anyways. Um, last question. Uh, Tumby at Tumby okay. Time asked, who do you want the Bruins to play most in the first round? Who do you think would be their best matchup? You said it already. Yeah. I, like, I would I would rather them... Like, assuming teams are healthy, I would rather them play the Penguins. But with the injuries to the Caps lately, I know the Caps goaltending isn't that great. It might be the Caps at this point. And I can't even choose the Islanders anymore, but I wouldn't. Um, so yeah, I I would think it's the Caps at this point. But there's it's not going to be easy either way. Like it's going to be a tough series where either team can win. I think we I yeah we said it a few episodes ago, but like any team in the top four of this division could easily see winning the cup. Like I could yeah. see the Islanders, Caps, Bruins. I feel like we also talked about this last week. Maybe. <laughs> Might just be a constant thing. True. And on that note, that's all we have, I believe. Um, next episode, it will be some point after the back-to-back, last two games this season. Maybe Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday night, maybe Thursday night. We'll see. Obviously, look to the Twitter account and our Twitter accounts for, you know, clarity on that. We'll have to figure that out. And it's also going to depend on um, playoff situations and whatnot and when they announce when the playoffs are going to start. But obviously, we'll review those games the next one, do a playoff preview, and really excited for that. Playoffs are basically a week away because Friedman said that they're aiming for the American playoffs to start on the 15th. So. Yeah, there was an advertisement on NBC today. Uh, playoffs start next Saturday. So, And if NBC's advertising it, then yeah, okay. Sounds pretty official. So Bruins are likely playing the 15th, or at the very least the 16th. So 
a week away until the playoffs. That's English. A uh, week from the playoffs. Uh, that's good to see. Uh, as always, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated if you can. Be safe. Uh, and uh, do do you wanna do you wanna say something final? Um. Don't be Tom Wilson. Don't be Tom Wilson.